This program is made possible by BibleWayMedia.org, overseen by the Uloga Church of Christ in Uloga, Oklahoma. Thank you for listening. Hello, and thank you for joining me today for the Quiet Moments Podcast. I'm your host, Russ Earl. But it was you. What do we do when our brother betrays us? This is the topic today here on Quiet Moments. In Psalm 55, in verses 12 through 14, we read about the man whose own brethren betray him. But before we get to that, we want to notice what happens prior to this and how, what, what builds up to this point. If we back up in Psalm 55, we find words of, of pain, and he describes in verses 3 and 4 the agony that these individuals are talking or are causing, and then it's revealed as we get closer to verse 12, who is causing these things to come upon him. He says in verse 3, because of the voice of the enemy, who will be identified later, because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked, for they bring down trouble upon me, and in wrath they hate me. Verse 4 says here, my heart is severely pained within me, and the terrors of death have fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling have come upon me, and horror has overwhelmed me. We find here in verses 3 and 4, this man is, the psalmist here, is in great hardship and great trouble. He talks about how his enemies have brought wrath upon him, how his heart is severely pained. He even describes how the terrors of death have fallen upon him, meaning he actually is fearing for his life. We find in verse 6, he talks about here how he wished he could just escape. He says, So I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. He wants to get away from these people. Verse 7, Indeed, I would wander far off and remain in the wilderness. He wants to get away from these people who are hating him and causing him such pain. In verse 12, as we drop down here in Psalm 55, he identifies who he's talking about. He says, "For it is not an enemy he reproaches me, not a not someone who is, uh, you know, someone who has hated him for a long time, but some foreigner that's coming against him. That's who he's talking about. Who he's saying that's not who it is. For it is not an enemy he reproaches me. Then I could bear it. That is, he could understand them coming against him because there is enemy. He says, nor is it one who hates me, who has exalted himself against me. Then I could hide from him. It's not just one person who hates him. He says, but it was you." A man my equal, my companion, and my acquaintance. Now notice verse 14. We took sweet counsel together and walked to the house of God in the throng. He's talking about these are individuals who have worshipped God with me. These are individuals who have been my acquaintance, been his companion. He says it was you, a man my equal, verse 13. But notice how he describes the hurt that this brings upon him. He says in verse 12, we're backing up here, For it is not an enemy he reproaches me, then I could bear it. Which means that ones who are hurting him, his, his equal, his, his companion, his, his acquaintance, the one who has worshipped God with him side by side, he's saying he can't bear to be attacked by, by them. He says, he goes on to say in verse 12, Nor is it one who hates me who has exalted himself against me, then I could hide from him. So it's not who he would expect, an enemy or someone who hates him, but it's one who has been his equal, one who has been with him for so long, one who has worshipped God with him, as he says in verse 14, we walk to the house of God in a throng. We drop down in verse 17, we find he is crying out to God. He says, Even, evening and morning and at noon I will pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. It's common in the Old Testament, especially to see where individuals pray to God three times a day, and we find it here mentioned again, evening, morning, and at noon. 
He's going to pray to God about this. Verse 20, again, he talks about those who are against him. And remember, these are those who have worshipped God with him. They have turned their back on him. Verse 20, he has put forth his hands against those who are at peace with him. He has broken his covenant. This is a reference uh, to those who have gone against God. The covenant between them and God is no longer in effect because they have gone against God. The words of his mouth were smoother than butter, now talking about his enemy. But war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil. Yeah, they were drawn swords. He's saying they, they would say things. They would speak these kind words, but all they wanted was to hurt him. And how sad it is. This, you know, we read verse 20 and 21, and we see how they have broken their covenant with God and because of their sinfulness. And we find in verse 21 how they were frauds, basically. He says in verse 21, their words, the words of his mouth were smoother than butter. But war was in his heart. Oh, they say nice things, but they want you to hurt. They want you to have pain. He says in verse 21, his words were softer than oil. Yet they were drawn swords. So the question we ask is, how do we respond? When we, if we ever find ourselves in this situation, hopefully we never will. One of the most disturbing things is to find brethren who turned against us. We have to realize sometimes that we are we may be accused of turning against our brethren. But friends, if you are sitting up for the truth, you're not turning against the brethren. The brethren have turned against God. So let's be those who make sure that when we stand up for truth, that, we, that when we stand up against our brethren, it's because they have, they have now begun to reject the truth. And these individuals here were rejecting the truth. They were turning against this man. He was calling upon God, and they were only doing, as we find in verse 21, they were only wanting war. War was in their heart. Their, their lips or their words are like drawn swords there in verse 21. They wanted to hurt this man, maybe physically, maybe just figuratively, with their words. They came at him. But what does he do? What do we do I mean, if we ever find ourselves where our brethren are against us? What do we do? Well, we saw back in verse 17 how the psalmist said he would pray and cry aloud to God. And he knows in verse 17, he says, he shall hear my voice. That's not a he might, it is a certainty. He shall hear my voice. Verse 22 of Psalm 55, he says, cast your burden on the Lord and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. This is a lot like we read about there in the book of Matthew, where Christ tells us to come unto him, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And we find this same idea here in verse 22, here the Lord being God. Cast, all your, cast your burden on the Lord, and he shall sustain you. And what will happen in verse 23? We find that God will deal with these individuals. If not in this life, we know that no one escapes the wrath or the reward that comes on the day of judgment. In verse 23, But you, O God, shall bring them down to the pit of destruction. Bloodthirsty and deceitful men shall not live out half their days, but I will trust in you. When we find ourselves, when we find ourselves being, if we ever do, being attacked by our brethren, so-called, let's first make sure that we are standing on the right, that we are standing with God's word. And then if we find ourselves standing for God and his word, Let's make sure that we pray for those who are coming against us. Let's make sure that we are never those who, as we find described here in verse 12, who hurt one another. You go back to verse 12, and these words are very troubling. Well, I'll read, the, I'll read verse 12. 
He says, for, for it is not an enemy who, who reproaches me, then I could bear it. See, I could, I could bear that. I can understand that. I could withstand that. But his own brethren, it simply hurt too much. Let's make sure that we never turn on our faithful brethren. I thank you for listening today. Hope you've enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting us at bywaymedia.org. You can also find us on Facebook and uh, find many, many things also on Instagram, as we have a page there as well. And as always, we thank you for listening. We hope to see you again next time.